Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My very good friends on today's wrestling news we're going to talk about major locker room heat on Shane McMahon Shane McMahon when he returns to WWE of course is going to be a bloody heel we are going to tell you who was originally going to win the men's Royal Rumble and WWE have announced Lita's first singles match in 10 years I'm Adam Wilborn and I'm the fiend and this is the news alright we're going to kick things off by talking about Shane McMahon oh goody this will go well for you in particular I'm sure um but bunch of stuff came out about this man yesterday. Obviously, he was in the Rumble. And he um, outstruck an MMA guy. He outstruck a former UFC fighter. He eliminated Kevin Owens and he finished third. The only person who could get him out of the ring was Brock Lesnar. And even that was a struggle. Because Shane McMahon is so bloody hard. Anyway, uh... Do you want to know why he looked so great in this match? And why, why is he that Andy Murray? So well? It's because he was one of the producers, wasn't he? So, <laughs> Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I can only imagine right. that playing out backstage. Right, you come and I'm going to batter you. Yeah, I'm going to beat up all these credible former world champions and look great and only get beat by the toughest guy in the world. Um, but yeah, so Dave Meltzer has a little on this in the latest uh, daily update for the Wrestling Observer slash Figure 4 online website. Shane isn't a regular producer, uh, but he did help produce the 2020 and 2021 Rumbles. This time around, he was more hands-on. He's not a regular producer, like I said, but Vince assigned him to the men's match for this year. And the match was, of course, the subject of constant chopping and changing, which we've described on various reports uh, over the past couple of days. Now, while the Rumble winners weren't known, uh, sorry, the Rumble winners were made known to people inside the company, uh, other people were told differently. So there was some chaos mm. going on here. But Shane entered the Rumble, he was in at number 28, lasted until the final three, uh, all of that stuff. We've gone over that, he's a 52 year old son of a billionaire. Credibility. He's a sweaty thumb. Now, <laughs> Meltzer, what he's effectively doing here is corroborating stories that have emerged stating that as a result of what he did in the Rumble and what he booked himself to do in the Rumble Shane has a bunch of heat Dave saying that these stories are accurate sorry I'm allowed um, to bad booking yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to sneeze then so the story it was originally a ringside news story that came out about this which we don't typically cover no. for reasons but when you know the most preeminent wrestling journalist in the world corroborates it and says yeah that's right talk about it uh, but basically that original report stated that McMahon tried to book the rumble around himself uh, he was trying to openly bury fellow producer Jamie Noble uh, with Shane described as confrontational and gung-ho while arguing to put himself over fighting with people along the way so yeah I mean this 52 year old sweaty guy who can't throw a work punch parachuting in and, and making a bunch of full timers look like dirt yeah I'd be upset as well 
I've got to contain myself here, right? Yeah, because we've got Yester- to talk him about him in another yeah, story as well. Yeah, and yesterday got a bit out of hand. My therapist has told me that I need to let this sort of thing go. And, and Ben Roy has already got enough of a job on our hands, you know, doing the news anyway yeah. with me, without me effing and jeffing all over the place. But the fact that what we saw was a watered-down version of what Shane McMahon pitched... I'm not surprised he's got all a bit of backstage heat. It was bad enough, like I said, and like you said, that he eliminated Kevin Owens after basically no-selling a super kick. He, he outstrikes UFC fighter Matt Riddle, and like you say, he's the he's the last three. And I know, like, Bad Bunny was in there for the last few, but at least Bad Bunny was good least, value for what he was. At least he's fun. And man. Shane McMahon. Like, I saw people tweeting saying, oh, Bad Bunny was in the Rumble, but Cesaro and Finn Balor weren't. It's not Bad Bunny's fault, this. Yeah, leave Bad Bunny it's Shane also. McMahon who's taken a spot from them, in my opinion. You have to, always have to have, like, nice celebrity appearances. No one's moaning about Johnny Knoxville being in the Royal Rumble. It was, it's Shane McMahon. It, I mean, honestly, goodness me. What on earth is... Do, what does he see when he looks in the mirror? Yeah, I mean, like, Superman, he thinks he's the hardest guy in the universe. But surely the best way to use Shane McMahon in a Rumble, right? And they'll never do this because he's surnamed McMahon. But surely the best way to use him would be, like, Nia Jax in the Men's Rumble a few years ago. Like, he, he comes down and he just... Eats finishers, yeah. Like, eats crap and gets thrown out. Exactly. Don't need to look hard. You're Shane McMahon, man. But anyway, Ugh. one of the reasons why they maybe didn't do that to him is they have got big plans for him going <laughs> forward. This was all over social media yesterday as well. Um, oh, WWE time. has plans for him not to just compete at WrestleMania 38, uh, but also at Elimination Chamber. And now, according to P- Mike Johnson of PW Insider, um, he is going to be a regular presence on the Raw brand going forward, and even better, he is going to be a heel. Now, I realise a shame that man being presented as a babyface would probably piss me off even more, but let's not forget his last heel run, his last appearance in the company that went to WrestleMania 37, (laughs) he fought Braun Strowman, and his storyline was... stupid. I can't wait till someone batters that twat. Yeah, he's getting, someone's getting gunged again, though, aren't they? Oh. We're getting some kind of angle on par with that all-time piece of Him trash. in theory, maybe? Yeah, you But could, daddy's affections. You could see that, couldn't you? You could absolutely see Vince going, oh, you got to beat my son, pal. That's been the theme. <laughs> if I'm asked in theory, considering what he's throwing, like, you're going in the rumble, you're doing yeah. this. You're, now he's in the chamber, for example. you got to beat my 50 year old son, pal. Oh, is that it? Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah, no problem. Shane's old enough to be this guy's dad yeah. as well, uh, to be Austin Fury's. It's crazy, this, isn't it? What a weird world we live in where Shane McMahon is counted upon to be a money-drawing star in 2022. It's a real shame that they have, they feel they have to use people in these roles, like Shane, when they could have spent this time building up their own money-drawing stars. Exactly, among yeah. Among full-time roster members. But that, my friends, is a topic that we could spend hours on. Good luck to him in Saudi Arabia as well. That is a hot country. Oh boy, oh boy. Someone get the sweat buckets. Right. <laughs> Who was originally supposed to win the Royal Rumble? It wasn't Brock Lesnar. I'll give you three guesses. Well, I kind of already read this, so right. I won't guess. So it's uh, Titus O'Neil. The Fiend. The Fiend. It wasn't the Alexa fiend. Bliss. <laughs> there we go. You burned your guesses, pal. Ah. Unlucky. Bad guesswork there after reading the story. <laughs> Riddle. It was Riddle. Yeah. Uh, PW Insider coming through with the report on this. Riddle was originally going to win. Now, there was a lot of chopping and changing with the Rumbles, as we've spoken about, uh, and eventually it was decided that Brock was going to enter after losing the WWE Championship to Bobby Lashley. Wins the Rumble, punches his WrestleMania ticket he announced on Raw last night he is facing Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 38 but yeah was going to be Riddle there's a lot of talk of a potential feud with Randy Orton uh, a match uh, the WrestleVotes coming through with another mm-hmm. 
Robert here saying that WWE had plans uh, since the pairing began teaming together last spring. SummerSlam was mooted as a potential blow-off point, which obviously didn't happen. Then they were going to hold it off till Mania. Uh, WrestleVotes has now been told that a number of creative members don't uh, sorry, only a handful of creative people actually want to split them at the moment mm -hmm. uh, with the idea being that if the match happens it should be for the WWE title. Yeah, I mean, fair play. Like, with regards to Riddle and Orton, they clearly have, like, really good on-stream chemistry. Yeah. They're really over with the crowds. I don't think there's any real need to split them yet. I think you, you wait for that to peak, you wait for that to reach a point where the only way really is down, and then you pull the trigger because then you've done everything you can with them as a pairing. Uh, but yeah, cool. Yeah, I thought some really intriguing developments on Monday Night Raw last night like you say Riddle qualifies for the Elimination Chamber there's no Randy Orton Riddle also lost the excellent scooter race last night spoilers excellent. it was oh that's a show long hook for me baby right and <laughs> also in the chamber like you say you got Bobby Lashley who's the WWE champion you got Brock Bloody Lesnar who's trying to do a title versus title thing which I sense is probably not going to happen uh, who else have we got AJ Styles Austin Theory I've forgotten the other name Seth Rollins Deal. is in there like that's really intriguing for like the Rollins and Owens storyline and you like to say the theory storyline going forward. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was a little bit surprised about the Riddle story. Like it makes sense, like you say, if he wins the Rumble, then you could have Orton shenanigan his way into becoming WWE champion. That is a, a money feud for them when they eventually do I split agree. him up. Uh, maybe like you say, they'll maybe they'll do it in Mania. Maybe uh, Riddle will win the title at Elimination Chamber and Orton will, you know, finally turn on him then and get the get the title shot at WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I, I know people are upset that Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble. But at the same time, it would have been shocking, but would it have been as celebrated if Riddle would have won? I would have been very happy, personally. I love Riddle, but I don't know. It would have seemed to have come a little bit out of nowhere. There's arguments yeah. on both sides, really, isn't there? Brock Lesnar is obviously a bigger star now, and it, got, it did get a good reception in the building, but at the same time, you know, there is the expressed need for this company to start building actual yes. stars. Uh, and a star isn't just someone who WWE point at and go, that person is a superstar. It's somebody who draws television ratings and brings people through the door. They don't have an abundance of those uh, who aren't over 40 at the very least. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I'd have Riddle be victorious eventually in this feud with, yeah, with Orton yeah. and then that sort of project him onto a world title match and a world title win, hopefully. I've no doubt he's going to be world champion. That's very logical, which is exactly why WWE won't do it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, speaking of world title matches, a major developments on last night's show. Still no word on who Ronda Rousey is going to face at WrestleMania if she won the Rumble. Lita. But it could be because Lita returned following that segment in the main event of Monday Night Raw uh, to announce that she quite fancies having a shot at Becky Lynch's Raw Women's Championship. She sort of baited her into it. And now Lita is going to face Becky Lynch at Elimination Chamber in Lita's first singles match in WWE in a decade. Incredible, this. Um, what do you reckon, Andy? Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Like, her last one was against Heath Slater, <laughs> uh, which was when he was doing that legend thing where he just got squashed by, like, Sid and, and Rikishi and people like that. Doink. So I don't know if we could even really count that. I mean, before that, you have to go all the way back to, like, 2006 for her last singles title fight. So interesting. Big challenge. Big step up for Lita, I think. She returned in the Rumble. A lot of people picked her to maybe eliminate Charlotte or win and face Charlotte at WrestleMania. Probably not going to happen, but... Uh, you know, it's on a show that uh, my distaste for is quite well known. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not going to watch it unless it's for coverage. But good luck to her, and I'm glad she got that bag. I can't wait for the Elimination <laughs> Chamber, and I think this is a huge fight for it. I'm very excited and happy for Lita for this. Um, this 
Finally, seems like a good setup in terms of like, you're a heel, Becky Lynch, and you're a babyface, Lita. It's very straightforward, uh, and I have no doubt if anyone can get a great match out of Lita despite her time away, it is someone like Becky Lynch. I can't wait to see what happens. Although I said it's probably Becky Lynch retains to go to WrestleMania and maybe finally face Bianca Belair properly with no shenanigans. Oh. But who knows what's going to happen there. Uh, the Elimination Chamber card really developed on last night's Monday Night yeah. Raw. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Ryan Ahad, who says, so with how things are going, do you think we'll get a triple threat match at WrestleMania between Seth, Kevin and Bobby for the WWE Championship? I hope not. I think, I'd, I'd, I'd much, personally, I would much prefer singles matches. There is more fun. They're more enjoyable to me. The dynamic of a triple threat match is often boiled down to one guy waits out on the outside. They'll take something like a slap and sell it for two minutes. <laughs> yes. And then they come back in and it's all very like predictably structured. And you know, there are exceptions, of course. There've been some great triple threat matches over the years, Royal Rumble 2015 for one. Um, but I certainly hope it's a singles match. At this stage, I don't think they have a clue what they're doing with the WWE title match, and current reporting suggests that. I think they'll just throw a babyface in there. Maybe Riddle. Maybe Big E. Big E versus Bobby, WWE Put Championship at WrestleMania. Don't know if he's on Raw or not. Can't really understand what they're doing. They said he was on SmackDown, but on WWE.com he's on Raw. He's also on the banner thing for Raw. Oh, yeah. Who bloody knows? But they didn't put him in the chamber, so they're saving him. They're saving him for the main event of WrestleMania. So you're telling me there's a chance. You're nowhere near as burned out as I am, brother. <laughs> Public Educator gives us our second question of the day. Morning, Legends, he says. Uh, who would you like to see headline the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame? Well, oh man, you know what? I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to let that one marinate, but I'm going to let you answer that first while I do that. Okay. Um, I think it should be someone like Victoria. Okay. I'm a big fan of Victoria. I feel like she's really missed out. But there's an, there's an obvious name, Andy, that I'm I'm kind of passing yes, to you. To... Absolutely. I mean, when you talk about people who are retired, that's yeah. usually the condition, isn't it? Yeah. You never you never really know where this guy is a bit on and off. He bounces mm. back and forth quite often. But it's got to be a big name. It's got to be a... Without question. Industry-defining name, someone who changed the face of the business, someone with longevity who was with WWE for, I don't know, 30 years. Oh, yes. Uh, you need that name to get people interested. In Texas as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Texas, it couldn't be more perfect. A guy who found success with not one, but three individual gimmicks. Uh, one of the... No, sorry, the most memorable gimmick of all time and the most memorable debut of all time. Yeah. True headliner. Hell of a big man. One, yeah, one of the best big men to ever grace the squared circle. Great reputation backstage, a locker room leader, yes. a legend, an yes. icon. I am, of course, talking about Tugboat. Who else has got that? I wasn't resume? thinking of anyone else, to be honest. That's all I was thinking of as you were describing those things. So, yeah, no arguments from me. Tugboat, 2020 Hall of Fame headliner. Tugboat. Typhoon, the Shockmaster, the three faces of Fred. Put them all in. I was going to say, he's going he's gonna to do Put three different in. speeches. <laughs> I love Tugboat. Take him might be a consideration <laughs> as well. Who? Uh, Brother Phil gives us our final question of the day. He writes, uh, Morning, lads. As it was transfer deadline day yesterday, which active wrestler would you sign for your club and what would they bring to the team? Oh. I'd have Randy Orton for Spurs, need a Viper in the box, uh, and to get the win out of nowhere, have a great day, gents. Nick Gage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nick Gage. You can talk about people who are fast. You can talk about people who are skillful and creative and technique and all this bollocks. No. 
Football is not about any of that stuff. It's not about pre gegen pressing nah. or, 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 or blocks or underlapping or enganches or mitzal. None of that bollocks. It's about violence. It's about <laughs> housery. It's about getting stuck into yes, the press. Yes. Two-footed, heat first. Nick Gage is the guy. I'm an Aberdeen fan. We've already got Scott Brown, the master, the all-time great of the dark arts. King of the... The bastards, as we call it. Exactly. In the middle, alongside him, is Nick Gage. No one is surviving games against my football club. Can you imagine? You know that at all? When they bit where they line up and they have the the, 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 the anthems or whatever, I don't know. right? And then they, you go along and you check. Can you imagine walking along and going, "Oh, Scott Brown," and then Nick, Nick Gage is next, and you're like. <laughs> I think we might have to call this one, lads. <laughs> the, the, the downside of this is that Nick Gage is very not quite as, you know, mobile as he used to be after his injuries. So, you know, he's not going to get around the park, but he is no. going to two-foot people <laughs> above the waist. So I don't care. That central midfield pairing. Uh, I'm just going to go, quite simply, for Dante Martin. Because okay. Chesterfield are already mint, the best team in the National League, which is, you know, like, not being the nicest <laughs> guy in prison, I suppose. But we've got Kabongo Shimanga, our phenomenal striker, uh, so we don't need many more, but can you imagine popping a ball into the box? Who else is going to leap like a young salmon to head it in? Look how the height Dante Martin gets on the stuff he does in AEW. I want to see him score with a shooting star press yes. somehow. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be fun. What well, a question. This was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. Uh, and a simple four-word tweet from Kevin Owens that sums up, I think, all of our opinions here at What Culture. Kevin Owens last night simply tweeting, Chad Gable is fantastic. It's pretty good, did you it? see the outfit he wore <laughs> scooter race? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Was that a wetsuit? It might have been. Yeah, I know it was meant to be a speed suit. <laughs> but you know, like when Randy Orton had those goggles and you're like, they're welding goggles. And he was like, ooh, they're seeing the dark goggles. And you're like, no, they're welding goggles. Look, I've just Googled them. <laughs> well, have you got a speed suit? No, I've got this wetsuit if you need it. Yeah, that'll do. Brilliant. I like this match. I love Chad Gable, man. Shoosh. How has he got shoosh over? I liked his match with uh, Randy Orton last week. That was very good. He did. And, and like, I know it's an RKO. Most people look good doing it. But my God, what a sell he did for that. It's almost like Chad Gable is like really excellent at everything and should have been on TV all this time. That's a good point. Right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. I've got a good day planned. Ooh. I'm going to go in and say how great Monday Night Raw was and really wind up the Dudley boys. Oh, it's going to be, oh, it's gonna be a fun day. You make sure you subscribe for that. And we'll be looking ahead to NXT 2.0 as well. <laughs> uh, you can also let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions <laughs> on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, yeah, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... <laughs> uh, Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... Hip, hip. His H, H also stands for hell of a thread. He's got a brilliant thread about his football manager career. Um, let's just say altering Manchester City style yeah, of play. I'm teaching them proper football. Yeah, indeed. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Let's make this chair squeak a bit more. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.